Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Now, 2022 was the year of the new creation man. I believe that in the church, we need to hear more about the new creation man than any other kind of messages. Because the thing is, even if we may hear about eschatology, which is the end time events, most of those end time events, they do not concern us because we will not be here the time they'll be happening. Will be gone. Is that making sense? So as exciting as it is, I don't think we need to invest more time there than what I want to talk about now. What I want to share with you and what the theme of the year for 2022 was, which is the new creation man, is what we need to know more than anything else. Because the only reason why the devil wins every battle against the child of God is because the devil knows who he is. But the child of God does not know who he is. Your power, your anointing, your, 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 your ability to fight the devil is hidden in your knowledge of who you are. Amen. You see, faith must have a basis. There is nothing like faith without a basis. And the basis must be the truth. Oh, yes. Faith must have a foundation. And the foundation must be the truth. Many times Christians claim to have faith. When natural sense, it's just presumptions, not faith. Because faith is a product of your spirit in reaction to the knowledge of the truth. Oh, yes. When knowledge of the truth has entered you, your spirit reacts to that knowledge by producing faith. Amen. When knowledge of falsehood has entered you, your spirit reacts to that. By producing fear. Yes. God give Papa. Are you following what I'm saying? So, the most important teaching that I can give you is to introduce you to you. Oh, yes. I must introduce who you are to you. Because the image that you have about yourself is the image that the world has told you that you are this. The image that you have about yourself is what your failures have told you that you are this. What your defeats have told you that you are this. And then you build an image based on that. You build an image based on what you haven't been able to achieve in life. And so you begin to say, this is who I am. When in actual sense, you are never that at all. You are living in a state of illusion. The devil is a master of illusions. The devil is a master of what do you call smoke and what? Smoke and mirrors. mirrors. He's a master of all that nonsense. Why? Because he knows that because you don't know who you are, he can play some games on you. And you can begin to move by his incognito. Can begin to act according to his understanding of who you are. I don't know if they were hearing me. But people who know themselves... They are the biggest threats to the devil. Oh, you're not hearing me. 
The biggest threat to the devil is a person who knows who he is. Because you see, this is the problem that we have in the world today. When Jesus defeated the devil on the cross, he did not lock him up. He let him loose. I wish the devil was arrested and hidden somewhere. But uh-uh, he was never, he was defeated, beaten up. But he didn't lose all his power. He lost the keys of life and death. But he didn't lose his power. You will not even find a single verse in the Bible that seems to suggest that the devil is powerless. Are you hearing me? The guy is powerful in his own right. That's why he's able to do what he does. Because he's what? Powerful in his own right. But now the way God handled him was to give you power over the power of the devil. Oh, yes. You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. So he didn't lock the devil up. He didn't put him away somewhere in hiding. Uh-uh. He just gave you power over the power of the devil. Now, if that's the arrangement, then it's the person who exercises their power who is going to win. Because if you have been given power over the power of the devil, and you are not using your power over his power, and him is using his power, then his power will affect you. But you need to learn to use your power over his power and paralyze his power and utilize his power and cancel his I don't know whether you're hearing me. And cancel his power. So we handle power with power. We handle fire with fire. We handle anointing with anointing. We handle altar with altar. Are you hearing me? When people learn this principle that you have to handle the devil with the power that God has given you, then you're going to learn to fight. You're going to be a fighter. Why? Because the problem is not the devil who is attacking you. The problem is you who is not using your power to paralyze his attack. Oh, yes. Jesus said, Ay! You see, Jesus said, you shall drink poisonous things. In other words, you can't stop that. It must happen. But he said you shall what? Neutralize them. So there is something in you that is capable of neutralizing the poison from the pits of hell. Are you hearing me? So the problem that people have is they swallow poison and then they do not activate the neutralizer. Uh, You're not hearing me. And then the poison kills a person who has got the neutralizer inside of them. Oh my God. Mm, You're not hearing me. Say, I am a new creation. I am a new creation. Hey, you see, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse number 10. Ephesians 2, 10. It's a conclusion. It's a conclusion. The Bible says, for we are his workmanship. His art, his, his work of art. His handwork. His handwork. Are you hearing me? His what? Handwork. I don't know, most of you grew up in high-rising apartments, thank God. Me, I grew up in the jungle. Are you hearing me? And we used to go um, in the, in the, on, the, on the mud, and it takes some mud, like this, and come home. 
We didn't have all these things you buy in Kmart, door, what, what? What do you get? Play door. We didn't have all that. We used to go and dig mud. And then you go home and make a toy from the mud. But there were some people who were so gifted when they make theirs, you go, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that one. You go, that one is good. But whichever way, we tried our best. It was our handwork. And even in school, we had a class called handwork. And then when you go to the class of handwork, the teacher said, bring mud. Tomorrow is handwork. So you bring your mud. When you go to the class, you make things with using your what? Your hands. It was called handwork. So whether it's sewing or it's, uh, you know, I saw in Fiji, you had all this uh, weaving. That one, that one. I don't know what you call it. I have remembered. I can't remember its name. Kuta. Is it Kuta? Yeah, that one. You know, I used to do that small, small. In a Malawish way. Uh-huh, we make mats. Are you hearing me? It's a handwork. Something that you can do with your hands and then you, step, you take a step back, look at it and appreciate it. Are you hearing me? So the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 10, for we are his handwork. Give me the amplified version. I want to say something there. I want to say something there. One, two, three, go. We are God's own handwork. Aha! We are God's own what? Handwork. Now, that verse should shock you. Because in the thinking of creation, we know that you were born from your father and your mother. And God had given the power of reproduction to Adam and Eve. So they went on to produce and produce and produce and produce and produce and produce. Aha! Uh -huh, until it came to mom, dad, and then you. Is that making sense? So you can think at life, you can look at life from that point of view. That this is where I came from. But that Bible, in that verse there interrupts the natural lineage from which you came from. And it brings in a different dimension. That you are God's own handwork. So we need to think backwards. Why am I God's own handwork? Then now that takes us back to Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1. Because then the Bible says, hmm, can I go on level deeper? And you, say me. me. And you says, and you hath he quickened, hath he made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and in sins. Where in, in time past you walked, according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the tune of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. What does he say now in, in, in brackets? By grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together. And hath made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceedingness of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ. For by grace are ye saved. Through faith. 
and that not of yourself. Oh, you're not hearing me. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Oh, you're not hearing me. Then, for we are his what? We are his handwork. So, in other words, you were born from your father and your mother, but the material that was born from your father and your mother was a dead material. Oh, good Jesus. The spirit that came from your father and your mother was a dead spirit. It was eating rice and chicken, but it was a dead spirit. It was growing up in a body, but it was a dead spirit. It was looking around, walking around handsomely and beautifully, but it was a dead spirit. Until God got hold of that material. You are not hearing me. Until God took hold of, the, of that material, which was like a Play-Doh. Preach, it wasn't father. a living material. Uh-uh. It was a dead material. Why? The Bible begins by saying, and you have been made alive. You have been quickened. In other words, you were born a dead spirit. Mm, you're not hearing me. So when you see people are not born again, you need to feel sorry for them. They are dead spirits walking around. Driving beautiful cars, dead spirits. Eating uh, in that rotating restaurant, dead spirits. Living in big houses, dead spirits. Are you hearing me? So God, he took that as the raw material. Uh-huh. And then he took it as a what? A raw material. He took you. Uh-huh. That dead thing. He took it and made it alive. Someone say, I received that one. I received that one. So, God went back to the Garden of Eden where he had Adam in himself and he took the dust and formed an appearance and he breathed into that dust the breath of life and man became a living soul. So, in other words, in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, we find the second creation man. There was a man who was born from your father and your mother, but that one was born a dead spirit. And it was the dust, it was the soil that God used to create a new man. And he released a new spirit from inside himself into that thing. When that thing hit your human spirit, boom, your human spirit became alive. You are not hearing me. And the Bible says you are now God's what? Handwork. Mm. Mm. Someone say, hmm. Say, mm. So, you may be walking around thinking that you are like one of them. Uh-uh. You are not like one of them. You can never be like one of them. You can never be one of them. You are one of a kind. Why? Because you have been recreated in Christ. Oh, you are not hearing me. God, God Almighty got hold of that dead spirit. That dead being. And he created a new man out of that thing. So the Bible says you are God's own handwork. Now look at the, the next, next phrase. Re, re, re. Uh, you're not hearing me. But what? Re created in who? In Christ. Oh boy. Listen, listen. Your father and your mother could only create you according to the mold of Adam. They couldn't go beyond that. 
They couldn't do it any better than that. That was their very best. Oh boy, they tried. That was their very best. You had to come out like Adam and Eve. That was their very best. But God took hold of that material and recreated a new man out of that material. Not after the first Adam. Oh, but after the second, the last Adam. God, Jesus Christ. Am I trying to somewhere out here? Shout yes. yes. Ah. Hey. My, my, my. You are a spiritual being. Hey, you are not an earthling. The ones who came from Adam and Eve, those are earthlings. Those are earthlings. You are not an earthling at all. You are a new creation, man. Recreated in. So in other words, on earth we've got two tribes. We've got two tribes. You thought you are not a you are not a tribesman. Go deeper, Papa. You're a tribes person. There are two tribes. There's the tribe of the first Adam. And then there's the tribe of the second Adam. <laughs> but here's the good news. The people who came from the first Adam, they are inferior. But people who came from the second Adam, they are superior. Oh, you're not hearing me. You are a spiritual being. Are you hearing me? The Bible says you are seated with the Christ in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and mighty and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Shout yes. Yes. You are a spiritual being. Ha. Someone say ha. You see, people who are born from their original fathers, mothers, those people are inferior. They're inferior. They are dead spirits walking around, driving big cars. So today when you're driving home, just roll down your window, look at the, 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 the inferior spirits oh, yes. walking around. I want you to, you know, you, don't walk like a chicken just like this. Hi! You are a spiritual spirit. Oh, yes. Born from above. Yes. Say yes. Yes. Hey. <laughs> you are a spiritual spirit. I know we make the mistake of reading John chapter 3. I know the story from Adam to, to Zechariah. I know it. Because there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. The same came to Jesus by night. And he said, Rabbi, can I go deeper? <laughs> hey! hey! And all of the Jews, the same came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that there were a teacher that, that has come from God. For no man can do these miracles that that does except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, there's no question. Excuse me, Jesus, how do you answer when there's no question? Look at it. Go back to verse number one and two. Tell me what is the question. Verse one, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Verse number two, the same came to Jesus by night and he said, not and questioned him, and he said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Full stop. What's the next verse? And Jesus answered. Where's the question? 
Where is the question? No question, Papa. <laughs> Can I go deeper? Go deeper, the revelator. There is a question there. The question is, Jesus, wait a minute. Me, I've got a PhD. Daddy. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's, that's what the Bible says. There was a man of the Pharisees. Who was a Pharisee? A PhD order. A ruler of the Jews. Ah. He was a head in the, in the Jewish religion. So he came to Jesus. Jesus, I've been observing you. You don't have a PhD. But you are moving in signs and wonders. What is your secret? What is the secret? Jesus answered and said, Except a man be born again. Genau anoteni. Born again is a very bad interpretation of the Bible. Can I correct a little bit? Go deeper, Baba. Born again gives us the impression of second birth, right? Born again. They captured the idea, but not telling you the source of the second birth. They captured the concept, but not telling you how a person can be born from that dimension. Born again in Greek literally means born from above. Huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jesus answered and said unto him, except a man be born from above. Look at it. What does it say? Except a man be born again. He cannot what? See. That seeing there is not your physical eyes. When you are born from above, you graduate from the physical dimension into the realms of the spirit. You begin to experience things from the realms of the spirit. You begin to see things from the realms of the spirit. You begin to act from the realms of the spirit. You function from the realms of the spirit. I'm not trying to separate here. Shout yes. yes. You see, being born again is not just, ah, I'm born again to be called a born again. You are not born again to be called a born again. Uh, you are born again because you have graduated from the natural birth in which you were born from your father and your mother. God has recreated a new man out of you. He has originated something new. The thing that you are originating from came from above, not from beneath. Are you hearing me? So unless you are born from above, you can't see the, the miracles and the signs and the wonders that Jesus was walking in. Hey, you do, not, you do not attain that dimension by PhDs. That's why the more people become professors, the more they profess without seeing the power. Amen. They just talk. You're not hearing me. They just what? They profess. They wear long girls. There. Hey, Amen. hey, you, you are God's handwork. Oh, yes. Recreated in Christ Jesus. Unto, someone say unto. Someone say unto. Now that word unto is the word of programming. You have been programmed. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You are what? Programmed. You are designed for purpose. You are fit for purpose. What is the purpose? The purpose is good works. You are not hearing me. The purpose is what? Good works. 
So those good works is not only you visiting your neighbor, giving food to your neighbor. Uh-uh. These are good works of being. Oh, yes, amen. Good works of what? Being. You are a spiritual spirit. And therefore, by your nature, by your being, you are spiritual to the devil. <laughs> you are not hearing me. You are superior to any demonic powers. You are superior to any sickness and disease and infirmity. Are you hearing me? Because you are born from above. And the Bible says that which is born from above is above all. It's there in the same chapter. You are born from above. Some of us are born from above. Say, I am superior. So when you begin to walk around with this mentality, if this becomes your sunesis, do you, know, do you understand sunesis? Like a prophet, what language is that? It's a language. Sunesis is the cogitations of your spirit. The things that your spirit meditates on. It becomes your sunesis. So I want you to develop a spiritual mentality that I am spirit, I'm born from above. I am born from the Lord Jesus who Christ who conquered the death. You were not born from the Jesus who went to die. You are born from a Jesus who conquered the death and resurrected. <laughs> there was a Jesus who went to the cross and he died. And he was buried three days, three nights, and he rose again. That Jesus who was looking towards to the cross is not the one that you were born from. You are born from the resurrected Christ. You are born from who? The resurrected Christ. Not the one who was going to die. No, 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 no. Because the one who was going to die, when he died, he procured the raw material from which God created you now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> the new creation man is the most dangerous being that God has ever created. Amen. More superior than even angels. That's your Bible says, who is man that thou art mindful of him? For you have made him a little lower than what? Than the angels. I told you that that verse is very difficult to interpret. Because that word angels there, it's not angelos. It is Elohim. You have made him a little lower than Elohim. Yes. Wow, wow. So you, as a spiritual being, you've got God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Ghost, and then you in Christ. Wow. And yet, what is your mentality every single day? I'm no good. I'm no good. I'm no good. I'm no good. Oh, no, I'm no good. Oh, things are so hard. I'm no good. Hi! 
don't you know, don't you know that as a man thinketh, so is he. Haven't you heard that? <laughs> that your mind produces a reality. Your mind produces what? A reality. When you fix up there, the cogitation of your spirit, the things that you think about, if you can fix them and put in this stuff I'm sharing with you today, that you are a new creation man. Are you hearing me? You are what? A new creation man. Born, not from your father and your mother. No, but recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So in other words, for you as a new creation, man, there are some things which should never be a struggle for you. Amen. Loving people should never be a struggle for you. Success must never be a struggle for you. Are you hearing me? Going higher must never be a struggle for you. You were born for the thing. You are designed for the thing. Are you hearing me? It's like a fish born in the water. There is no university for swimming for fish in the water. The swim school is for the humans. Not for fish. There is no university for birds to fly. Come on, talk to me. No, 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 talk to me. Have you ever gone underwater and you found a university, university of swimming, and you found the fish sitting in the classrooms waiting to learn how to swim? They are born for the thing. Oh, God. Someone say, I'm born for it. If you are God's handwork, in other words, God designed you in such a way that you must succeed. That's why the biggest miracle for a child of God is failing. Failure is a miracle for a child of God. It's it's unusual. It's unnatural. You must never fail. You are designed for success. Someone said, the new creation man. man. That's who I am. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. One more time. Say, the new creation man. man. That's who I am. am. I'm designed for success. success. I am designed designed for greatness. greatness. Shout, I'm going higher. higher. Say, "I'm I'm going higher. So there's no limitation in my life. I'm going higher and higher and higher. Shout here. I'm born from above. One more time. Say, I'm born from above. Say, sickness and disease. And infirmity are not my portion. Say, I refuse to be sick. Say, I refuse to struggle. Say, I refuse to be broke. 
I am superior to any demon. I am superior to Satan. In the mighty name of Jesus, from today, I will manifest the reality of who I am in the spirit. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings, and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed, and until next time, Shalom.